TheItSpot.com. I thought the vodka began to kick in, but it didn't. <laughs> now I'm just confusing myself. What kind of pathetic drugs do you take me for? I was intoxicated. You should have killed me last year. Listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. I haven't had enough to drink yet, and by that I mean zero. Ah, oh, and my brain is fried. Ah. Mmm. Wowie. That's for our Bushman friends. You have Bushman friends? <laughs> All over the world. You do not. I'm Preston Buttons. I'm the word whore. I'm rocking like a hurricane. You are? <laughs> a good time all the time. Here I am! Yeah! I may have overdone it with the ice cubes. I was trying to make up for lost ice cube airtime. It covers up the sound of my shirt. Your shirt is noisy. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Maybe I should actually read into how to work this gear, because I'm sure The shirt? Well, the, well, yes, the shirt. It's the buttons that get me. It's the buttons that gets me, too. Thanks to our uh, amazing transit system here, I didn't make it to the uh, the food store on time, so... The food store? I'm going to be eating... Don't like say a- it that way, because they'll think it's like the Canadian, the beer store, that we actually have a store called the food store. That's right. Everyone so, gets their beer at the beer store. Everyone gets their food at the food store. It's because Canadians are really stupid, and unless you label it clearly, they have no idea where to go for anything. The food store. We're all dummies. The shoe store. The liquor store. You know, it's really confusing because they put all the liquor in the same store. There isn't the rum store. So I've seen you get confused. Yes. The convenience store. (laughs) There's another one. Yeah. But how do you buy convenience? Uh, I think if you have enough money, you can buy convenience. I would like to buy convenience. (laughs) What would you do if you had more convenience? Uh, become a fishmonger. What is a fishmonger? Uh, someone who sells fish. And why aren't there other mongers? I, I don't know. Um, Barabbas always used to say, I'm going to the smokemonger, if he was going to the tobacconist. You mean the cigarette store? Yes. I like that. From now on, I'm using monger for every purveyor of goods. It'd be really good if they actually wrapped your cigarettes in paper. Yes. Because only mongers do that. Mm-hmm. That's the true mark of a monger. They learn that at monger school. You know? Which is a college degree up here. <laughs> I majored in monger and minored in... Cannery? Cannerism. <laughs> okay. I'm ready now. <laughs> <laughs> this is the non-sequitur episode of Avera My Shorts. Welcome back. I'm the Word Whore. And I'm Preston Buttons. And, uh... We have a wonderful story tonight. We do. We had to blow the dust off of it. You know what happened? We changed mailbags somewhere along the line when we got too good for the old one. Too too fancy for the fucking old mailbag. I found a dusty old piece of... Story. Piece of story. Okay. Piece of historical story submissionism in the in the once air out my shorts mailbag. 
and here it is. You know, every now and then I look at you and I realize that you're an English major. <laughs> Not a very good one. But I minored in monger. I like to make up words. I do it to amuse myself. I thought you were going to say that was a class. It should be. No, I don't actually make up words. Wordism. I just, wordism. I'm a wordist. Mm. Speaking of which, I need a an idea for my nude day story. Your new what? Nude day. Nude day. Nude day. There's an official nude day. There is a nude day. Mm. Do you know that nudists call normal people the um? Oh shit! I lost it already. They call it something with fabric in it. Oh Christ! No. Fabricators. No. It's the blank world, but it's not the fabric world, because that's mm. where you'd buy fabric. Fabric store. <laughs> yes. The textile world. Yeah, from the textile the textile world, that's what they call us. Ah. By us I mean you. Wearer of clothes. Yes. You and your noisy shirt. So you never hear my clothes. That is true. Anyway, so being a nudist <laughs> being a nude monger. No, that doesn't work. That would mean I sell nudes. Wrapped in paper. <laughs> okay, I'm way off topic. <laughs> Never mind. So yeah, I blew the dust off of the old Air Up My Shorts mailbag, and I found a story that was sent to us a long time ago. I see. And I thought we should read it. Because we've probably lost this listener, having not read his story <laughs> for... Uh, 13 months or Does something. Does that mean it might be a, like a legitimate story, too? It's possible. One, one not actually written for us? It's quite possible, and that would be fun. That'd be a novelty. Novel-tastic! It would be novel-tastic! Mm. My landlady's coming over tomorrow morning, which means I have to clean my place tonight. Is it because it's time for you to pay your rent and you have to do that by other means? <laughs> Uh, well, part of it, maybe. Big Johnny did that once. What did he do in exchange for rent? Do I want to... No, no, he was the landlord. You don't hmm. remember that? He started sleeping with his tenant, then he couldn't ask her for rent, <laughs> so she was getting away with living for free because <laughs> she just stopped paying it. So, uh, just... she was a prostitute. Pretty much. Hmm. And he was an apartment monger. Ah. Uh, okay. And a John... And a John. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Are we going to read the story? I think we should. Okay. We are story mongers. Should I read the preamble? Yeah. Hey, guys. Thanks for the great show. I've listened to every single episode, usually at work, which is all the funnier since I work for Revenue Canada. <laughs> There's nothing fucking funny about that. No. He's probably been fired. Or should be. There's been a couple of times where I'd giggle or blush and no one knew what was in my headphones. Regardless, here is a submission for you. Please don't use my real name. My typical net handle is Kenna, so that'll do. Kenna! Kenna! Keep up the great work. You guys make me miss Toronto, though nothing could make me miss Florida. So final draft, a short story by Kenna. Kenna! <laughs> Roger sat alone, as he always did on Thursday nights. Thursday is the most underappreciated of days. Stuck between halfway there Wednesday and the all-powerful Friday, 
Thursday tends to be passed over in an anticipatory haze, weekend dreams glossing the march of time. I'm not sure I agree because I be- I believe Thursday is the new Saturday. Wasn't it already established that Saturday was the new Saturday? Saturday is the new Saturday. But that was after, you know, Thursday was tired. So maybe he's right again. And then Tuesday was the new Thursday? Tuesday is the new Thursday. You're right, Saturday's the new Saturday. Yet, Thursday can be the longest night. Those with plans of excitement and adventure for the weekend can't wait. Or, as with Roger, those with nothing dread the loneliness of another weekend without love. Exciting and new. Come aboard. We're expecting you. All in all, Thursday is a good day to kill yourself. Isn't every day? (laughs) Yes, every day is. (laughs) I mean, really, is there a bad time? His life had been on a steady decline. His 40th birthday recently gone without fanfare. No friends or family in the city. He has no choice but to call home. Roger wanted to do something right. Dying may as well be it. Well, if you're going to do something, you should do it right. (laughs) It was all planned. Some poison and sleeping pills. He was dressed in his best suit. His house was spotless. Yard maintained. Everything was as perfect as he could make it. There was only one thing left. The note. Bum, bum, bum. He had waited on the note. He wanted the ink to dry while he died, thinking that to be a poetic addition. The pen and paper had been carefully selected. Good quality? No, the best. Beautiful, smooth vellum and a brush pen for grand sweeping writing. The note would be a work of art in itself. But if ink dries on a paper and no one is there to see it... Does anyone hear? Yeah. Good question. I don't know. Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock is a good time to kill yourself. Mm -hmm. Time to get started. Roger unlocked his doors, took the phone off the hook, unplugged all of his appliances, and carefully sat at his desk. Why did he unplug all of his appliances? Didn't want to waste energy. Oh, come on. That's ridiculous. Did he think the smell of rotting food from his fridge would mask the smell of rotting corpse in his living room? Well, that could be. He unplugged all of his appliances and carefully sat at his desk. This is his favorite spot in the house. It was where he did all of the non-work that contained the passions he couldn't follow. In the drawers, stacks of unfinished novels and drawings and inventions. The chair selected for comfort of long hours. Sitting still, Roger could only hear his own breathing. Could only see by the small desk lamp. Both hands pressed palm down on his green blotter. Roger imagined without too much difficulty that he was all that existed, that past the small sphere surrounding the desk and floor, there was nothing. Do blotters come in any color other than green? And why do they come in green at all? Because ink is rarely green. Wouldn't you want your blotter to be the color of your ink so that it never looks dirty? You know, these questions are not asked enough. I know, that's... I'm here to ask the hard questions. Just like Linehan. 
I have been compared to Linehan many times. There's something that one person will understand. <laughs> In slow, steady, confident movements, he took out all of his tools for the night and arranged them in front of him. One sheet of paper, the pen in its case above, and to the left, the two bottles of pills. Roger didn't look at those. Taking the pen from its case, he wrote in a smooth, clear hand. To whom it may concern. And stopped, frowning. What a terrible way to start your last message to the world. Moving the sheet to the side, Roger took a fresh page out and tried again. To you who find me, first off, I'm sorry. About the smell and my bloated nude corpse. Pausing, he looked at the line, realizing that he wasn't sorry. The paper got pushed to the side with the other. Starting again, Roger put his head on his hand. Who would think that the hardest part of the night would be the note? Roger got a few lines in before he had to stop. That letter got crumpled. Ten, eleven, time passed. Trash bin beginning to overflow. Long since reaching the last sheet of the perfect paper, now placed it aside, ready for the final draft. To you, I can't take it anymore. The lack of love, of feeling. My days blend. Meaningless job, meaningless house, meaningless things. Meaningless life. What is the point to continuing to exist, moving further and further from the plans I haven't kept? From the regrets I've chose. From the love I never had the chance to lose. This isn't done out of pain. It is out of lack of change. Crumple. Toss. Bounce. Bounce? Tiggers bounce the best. That's what tiggers do. They bounce. 1 a.m. The bubble of light beginning to confine rather than liberate. Pill bottles looming large. Even this chair, chosen for hours of comfort, beginning to chafe. Roger's perfect ending falling apart. Can't end it all with no note. All loose ends need tying. Spark! But who do you call to proofread your suicide note? <laughs> the word whore. <laughs> I volunteer. <laughs> The pile of drafts daunting, Roger clenched another failed attempt between his fingers. Why am I doing this? What loose ends did he really have? Roger had never really been brave enough to try much of anything. His career still the first one out of university. His house and immaculate yard were chosen for proximity to that job and safety of neighborhood. Never traveled, never desired. His life was an endless loop. 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 Bleep. His life was an endless loop. Bleep. His life was an endless loop. Bleep. His life was an endless loop. His life was an endless loop. <laughs> Death was his choice to break it. Loop break. Can't write the note. Picking up the last sheet of paper, Roger held it up to the lamp, trying to see the words that are supposed to be there. In that second... Roger killed a part of himself. Smiling, he penned the note. He penned his letter of resignation. 
Tan tan tan. Yay! Maybe he doesn't work at Revenue Canada anymore. <laughs> Hello. 88 fingers, Willie. Here on the air with pressing buttons and the word whore. Oh, jeez. <laughs> How many fingers do you have now? <laughs> How are you guys doing? It's been a long time. It has been a really long time. Have you been screening your calls? Because we've called you several times. Uh, I do screen my calls. <laughs> Quite honestly. <laughs> so what have you been up to, uh, Lily? Oh, fuck all, really. Trudge through work. Um, I'm just outside right now. If you can listen, hang on a second. Taking a pee? I just put the uh, fish back in the pond. Are you going to sell them? My fish? Yeah. No, but I did notice that uh, a bunch of their koi, their Japanese koi, and I'm just reaching over right now, I noticed that uh, a bunch of them are really, really chubby, like pregnant with eggs. Oh. And so I need to get, get some get sort of medium in the pond so they can lay, lay their eggs on them. Well, I thought you were going to say that you need to get a coat hanger and do something about it. <laughs> No. <laughs> anyway. Um, Is it still called pregnant if there's just eggs in there? I, I, don't, I don't think it's called pregnant, no. I don't know, what do you call a chicken? Well, don't the eggs still have to be right, spooched right. upon? So it's, it's just a, it's a form of 50,000 egg ovulation. Yeah, like super ovulation. X-Files style. <laughs> Yeah. Um, God, I don't know what it's called. I just got like a really kind of disturbing visual. I got this picture of uh, thousands of eggs coming uh, out of uh, someone's vagina. Whoa. Whoa. Like oh so many pearls. <laughs> like caviar. Yeah. <laughs> so used to, um, when he was just starting out as a photographer, he used to actually just walk up to him and say, can I photograph you nude? And if they said yes, he'd say, can I photograph you with pearls coming out of your vagina? <laughs> and that would just creep them out. And I don't think he's ever shot anyone nude. Who was I'm this? Sorry. Vagina pearls, you know, <laughs> really dumb kind of things. <laughs> no, but who did this? My brother. Oh. My brother. Y your brother's a photographer? Uh, he's a cinematographer, actually. Oh, okay. More of a cinematographer than a photographer. Is he famous? Uh, I think he's, he's fairly well known in the industry now. Does he have fish also? Is he a fish as well? No, does he have fish, not is does he, he a have fish? fish? No, 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 actually. He tried to give me uh, the liner to his fish pond, his pathetic little fish pond that he had. But and, uh, what is with yeah, your family and fish? Well, Long line of fish a, Such good luck in Asian culture. Oh. That uh, if you have really, really healthy fish, then you probably got uh, pretty healthy prosperity. And how is your prostate? <laughs> How's my prostate? Yes. <laughs> Healthy? My prostate's, uh, I don't know. Like, it's this mythical thing. I'm dying to feel it out. What <laughs> else doing? I think you might. someone do it. <laughs> I think you might need help with that. 
Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we've gone over this before. Uh, you uh, you have had livestock. Yes. Although, uh, yeah, I think we might have did, talked about it on the, on the show before. I'm not sure we have. But we used to keep, we used to have chickens. Wait, and, um, can't back up for a second. What do you mean by yeah. have had? You can get into my prostate. <laughs> livestock. <laughs> Sorry. The, back up. Well, he, he used to have chickens. And you have fish, which I guess don't really qualify as livestock. But um, and did you you had rabbits as well? Yeah, Pfeffer. Pfeffer. Uh, Pfeffer died. Uh, I guess two years ago. It was really really sad. It was amazing because it was the first time we had sort of uh, a family funeral. Um, oh, so you didn't eat them. Now, although although his name was Pfeffer, as in Hassan Pfeffer. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute as hell. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, anyway, um, no, we didn't eat him. He's uh, he's uh, he's in the backyard. Yeah. So, and you had a funeral. Did you preside uh, over it? As I said, a little bit of a eulogy about Pfeffer. <laughs> And what a fine furry friend he was. Uh, do, you didn't do the same thing for your chickens, did you? No, 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 no. Well, the problem with the chickens is that every time we lost a chicken, it was, uh, it was a bloody mess. Um, because chickens uh, attract, in, urban chickens anyway, attract urban raccoons, and urban raccoons are just mass murderers. Um, <laughs> and they, they, yeah, they're not really good with, uh, with leaving behind nice, neat corpses. We, we would, so it wouldn't be an open casket affair. Exactly, exactly. Real horror show every time uh, one of those chickens went, that's for sure. Where is this farm of yours? <laughs> <laughs> We're just actually in poor credit. Oh, I'm picturing uh, some weird little farm yeah, in the no, middle of Toronto. It's, it's a house uh, in a subdivision. Okay. That's right. With, We're, uh, with some confounded neighbors, I'm sure. So I couldn't come over and fish in your pond or shoot stuff? Mm, no. Uh, you could probably shoot stuff. Just not while the family's around. That's right. Or, or the neighbors, for that matter. <laughs> so, uh, did you get up to any trouble on the weekend? This last weekend, we actually, uh, we, we played, uh, we played Say What. Mm. It was a good show. It was all right. We had a great turnout, um, which uh, these days isn't as unusual as it used to be. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the, the band we played with, uh, can I plug them? Uh, sure. A feeling united. Uh, they're awesome. They really are. They've got a really kind of deersish sound to them, and uh, uh, a great bunch of guys. And you know, the other thing I really like about them is that they're not a bunch of early twenty-something children. They're actually grown adults who play good music. Wow. But that's too serious. <laughs> feeling united. The feeling united. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you should plug your band. What, my band? Yes. You mean Salt? Yes. Buttons. The Mighty Salt. How, 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 how could I fit in the word Salt? You know, without being obvious and plugging the band Salt. Available <laughs> on iTunes. <laughs> very, very uh, sort of post punk 70s 80s sort of sounding music 
That would be that would just be like way too bloody blatant. <laughs> Why is the band called Salt? Why is the band called Salt? Uh, God, I I, I don't know. <laughs> Do you remember? Uh, no, I don't. I think we wanted to call the band Milk originally, and uh, or or something as stupid and simple like that, and Salt sort of came up. So it wasn't because you were formerly Salt and Peppa, and now you <laughs> lost your Peppa. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Okay, you know what, guys? I gotta go, because I, I have to go and pick up a couple of sandwiches at Subway. <laughs> <laughs> That's for, I think he just told us he's got to wash his hair. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, my wife and son haven't had dinner yet, and it's way past his bedtime almost. That's what I had for dinner as well. Really? Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's horrible. I know. What are you doing eating that stuff? I don't know. It's disgusting. What are you doing feeding your family that stuff? Yeah, so, that's a better you know, question. Uh, it's too too close and convenient. Make sure you say grace first. <laughs> Thank the Lord for your bountiful prostate. <laughs> uh, All right, fine. We'll let you go. What's your MySpace uh, page? It is MySpace backslash salt pop salt pop yeah thanks buddy <laughs> god i appreciate that i hope you have good fish babies fish yes thank you <laughs> thanks. enjoy your brood <laughs> okay guys have a good night bye, bye. willie Hey, send us uh, send us your stories. Uh, please vote for us on Podcast Alley, and uh, subscribe and review us on iTunes. Check out theitspot.com. Yes. Call our audio comment line uh, 305-767-4697. or three zero five seventy six shows. As in, shows me your super ovulation. Dig. Bye, everybody. Good night. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out my shorts. My shorts. Pay attention to the song, motherfuckers. Buy our stuff, make us rich. Official Air Out My Shorts merchandise. Available now at cafepress.com slash airoutmyshorts. This show is a member of the Pod Riot Network. Let the riot begin. On podriot.com. Kenna.